0: Good morning, my neighbor! Hello! hello to my little friend! We don't have any friends. I was kidding! But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you? Dude! Welcome to another edition
1: of J O B N. Yes. What y'all got going here is genius. No problemo. Nice, nice! Good job.
0: and Knock Podcast. Boy, that escalated quickly. Hello and welcome to the Job and Not Podcast. In this episode of the podcast, we use some adult language and we say a few bad words. You have been warned. Hello, I'm Dan, this is Job and Not Podcast, and today I've got Mr. Celebrity, Mr. Famous, Mr. Designer, top man, Jody from JTEC. How's it going, buddy?
1: How you doing, mate? You all right?
0: Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, How's family life treating you? I know I so do a brief introduction. Let's just get the uh, uh, pleasantries out of the way before I start abusing you. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Is, um, I just want to uh, make it known, if this podcast falls short, it may fall short because Jodie's wife's heavily pregnant, and uh, any minute now, she's uh, going to be on the phone saying, it's time. <laughs> so congratulations, <laughs> that buddy. Is that your first?
1: Uh, second, mate that's second. second nice so boy, yeah. boy or a girl first uh, little girl first I've got a two year old girl um, and then I've got a little boy on the way in about three weeks or yeah. maybe oh, less then. maybe maybe about three hours yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> fingers crossed just long enough to get this out of the way I and mean, then you can have a kid out about that <laughs> that's Cheers. when the real work will start anyway mate I used to have one I can remember one one was one was easy street
1: <laughs> oh don't don't say that <laughs> I have been told by quite a few people and yeah, I am, um, I wouldn't say I'm dreading it, but yeah, it's going to be fun, isn't it?
0: It ramps it up a little bit, dude. I mean, the babies, your family at the end of the day, you put them first. So, um, I think you just find, in all honesty, you become more organised with your time or better organised with the time because you know you've got to be home. You know, you've got to be, you know, being a dad as much as you want to grow your business. Um... And it can be, it can be stressful, mate, like anything. But you, the way it's life, that's the way it is. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, you can have two kids, boy and a girl, jackpot, jobs are good. And that's it. Now you can have the yeah. snap. You don't need any more.
1: <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> that's, yeah, <laughs> I've got, no, i to chase it's it. Hard, it's um, it is hard balancing it, but yeah, it's, uh, it's worth it. It's, it's all worth. That's it,
0: buddy. That's it. And at the end of the day, we gave the easy job. Let's be honest. You know what know I mean. <laughs> I'll be in the other end of that a couple of times and there's no way. <laughs> there's no way blokes are geared up for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't mind you admit that, but yeah, you're, I think you're right, mate, yeah.
0: Evolution went completely wrong, dude. Evolution went completely wrong. You know what I mean? We've got some of these animals laying eggs, right? That is the way it should be done. This giving birth game, not fun. <laughs> We've got it all wrong. Mammals fucked it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, sub that, mate. Sub that.
0: Yeah, so... Um, Let's go down the route then, Joe. Just tell us a bit about yourself, how old you are, where you're from, and how you came about being in this job.
1: Okay, so um how old am I? God, I'm 35. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. Right? I, I, do, like, I do, I do, I do. I, I think yeah, I'm younger than I'm I 35. am. Um and uh, yeah, I kind of I got I suppose I got into it out of school, so um I went and worked in the joiner's shop uh, when I first left school and did the whole college thing. Um, but it wasn't really for me, you know, at that point. Um, I wasn't allowed to do anything in the joiner's shop anyway. I think the only that thing just at was at college or at a, a firm? No, nah, at a firm. So I was four days at a firm and then I did Mondays at college. Um, but yeah as I say the only only bit of wood that I got to touch was a broom so I sort of soon got a bit bored of it you know Um, so yeah you know what it's like when you're that age I think some
0: apprenticeships end up being like that I had a few guys when I was doing my apprenticeship now I was quite hands on Uh, I think that was just obviously down to the the guy that ran the place you know I mean He, he, he wanted to see if you could do any part of the job before he wasted three or four years on you know getting you to a point where you'd well no go maybe go do another job uh but then i had that for the few guys from a few places when i was doing it and they, they didn't jack it in but they went and worked somewhere else because they said the same you know they weren't getting an apprenticeship really they were doing college work and turning up at work and being a dog's body which i get you've, you've got to do a bit of yeah but like yeah. you're saying if you're doing it for too long well you're going to lose the enjoyment aspect of work, which is the tough the tough part anyway, isn't it you know what I mean you've got like your job especially at a young age you've got like what you're doing, but if they're just giving you a brush, and expecting you know to remember ten cups of tea on rotation and get boring pretty quick mate so I can appreciate it. that was crazy
1: yeah it wasn't um it wasn't the best, and at that age, you know you just um yeah it's It's not it's not, uh, it's not ideal so um was it local so, to you? Was
0: uh, it a close firm to you with a close Sorry? By? With a close by, it was a local company.
1: Yeah, yeah, local firm, yeah. I think that was it as well at the time. I was like 16, so I had a, I had a, a little motorbike and nice. it was like riding there in the winter, you know, pissing down rain, you get there, you're soaked. And yeah. You're 16, you think the world owes you a favour, do you know what I mean? You just, <sighs> everything's, everything's
0: hard to work, isn't it, 16? I can <laughs> I, I I can see it now in some of the. Uh, I I teach. I say I teach. I coach my son's football team, but they're nine. But obviously, when you go into the the football and things, you see some of the other teenage group. You know, a bit older, and I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, "Oh God, you don't know you're born at sixteen, do you?" <laughs> you know, what I mean the attitudes wow. you've got. I'm surprised. I mean, I think it's a little bit generational. I think every generation it slips a step, doesn't it? And they get a little bit more mouthy. But if I was talking like some of them kids are talking, I, I would have got knocked out.
1: <laughs> oh, mate, it, it's, it's terrible, especially with it, like on, online as well. Like, um, yeah, mate, it's, it's, it's awful. I think um, uh, Lenny always says, the, the guy that we did a wardrobe for, he always says, you know, I, I think. Um, these kids talk like this now because they haven't had
0: to go up and grow up and like, you know, if you spoke like that when we was a kid, you'd get a slap. <laughs> <laughs> two, <laughs> two ways uh, about it and you, and you learn quick. I, 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 swear <laughs> to, I spoke about it on uh, Alistair's podcast. I did a podcast of uh, uh, Alistair Freebird Interiors and some of the guys I would work with would, would hit you with a hammer on the back of your elbow if you were doing something wrong. I'll tell you what, <laughs> you didn't mouth off. <laughs> And you didn't make the same mistake twice, you know, or you or if you did, you hit it while fast, you know, because that's how you you know, it's a little bit of capital punishment. I mean, you can't you wouldn't get away with it now, no way. You know, you, you, you hit a kid with a hammer these days, you'd be straight on Facebook, straight on Instagram, you'd probably be in jail or something.
1: Because that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the way
0: that's the way the world is. But um, you know, I don't I don't I envy the kids of today a little bit because I think it, there's a lot of easier ways in. But I don't at the same time. I think not having Facebook, not having Instagram, and having to deal with people face to face, that's how things got done, didn't he? You know, if the boss scares you, you were scared, and then if you wanted to mouth off back, you had to stand your ground. Whereas now you go home, it's a text message, an email. That that they're gonna lose that, aren't they? They're gonna lose that skill. That and I think that's one of the toughest lessons in the job at a young age is I think you make it or you break it by how you can deal with people on that level, isn't it? Well,
1: yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, it's difficult, isn't
0: it? it? You know, it's... But, I don't know. The, the youngsters of today its just it's one of those things, of Yeah, the youth, <laughs> the, the youth of today, is, is, that's like a full podcast. Yeah, next do that next
1: week.
0: Yeah, that's next level of some of the videos. I tell you what, just, just touching that, we've seen that video of the kid outside Tesco.
1: What, where his dad marched him back down? Yes. That's parenting.
0: <laughs> but that's how I've I've seen kids talking like that. And I've been places where I've said to kids, you know, shut your mouth, and then I've gone, Oh, I can't do it. Hey, you can't do it anymore. I'm thinking, you know, one half of they'll probably all jump me. Five foot seven, eleven stone wet fruit, he will probably beat me up. <laughs> but <laughs> You know, you can't do it these days so much. But I, I, still, tell, I still tell kids when I think no, to avoid it. They they're out of audit, but they're not faced. They're not like respectful or, or you, you feel like you've got an authority. They'll just go, ah, oh, fuck off, mate. Do one. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was two totally different kids, though, when he was mouthing off. And then yes. when, his, when his old man took him down there, do you know what I mean? It was too... That it was was a, too no brilliant. Sir, it was brilliant. <laughs> I think
0: I watched it two or three times. The wife showed me, actually. he's down there, isn't he? And I'm almost sure, obviously, at this time when everyone's social distancing, stress levels are a little bit high. I can see people, I've been in a queue this morning at the post office, and everyone's standing two meters apart. And and there was a a chap, about three or four in front, and he coughed, and he was like, you know, you could just see everyone going, you know, shaking, and everyone's giving everyone a a real wide berth. So the the stress level was a little bit high it doesn't take much for a nine-year-old or a ten-year-old to mouth off before you just go, I'm just going to knock the little kid out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but when his not. dad marched him back down and made him apologise in front of everybody, that's the right way to parent, that is. That's the best way. Because I know a lot of parents that have just gone, I've told him off and... I thought, yeah,
1: I've done yeah,
0: he's out of yeah, yeah. He's got ADHD yeah. or something, you know. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Their old chestnut. <laughs> but, but so you, what's that, What age would you have been when you finished um, your apprenticeship? Then, dude, would you got to um, nineteen twenty? Still same place or not? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I didn't finish. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't finish it. So I dropped out. Oh, got uh, you, okay. So you, you, when you were there, you <laughs> did you head I, in I that lived, yeah, I literally, yeah, I had enough of it. Um, which is, uh, you know, don't, don't do that, kids. But, but, you
0: know, stay in it. <laughs> stay in school. Um, don't do drugs. Don't drink alcohol. Be boring. <laughs> that's it, that's it, that's it. Don't live a
1: life. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I dropped out. And um, I think, like, for a couple of years, I just I just had, you know, boost jobs here and there. And then it wasn't until I was sort of 18 when I kind of went back in and, and I got into the side carpentry side. Yeah. Um, so I went and got a job with a local firm, labouring, and I just put, I put my all into it, you know what I mean? I just sort of, um, I wasn't a chippy for them. I, w- I was a labourer and I just started buying tools. You know, every week I'd buy a new tool and I'd turn up with my tools and yeah. I'd say, look, like, when I haven't got a sweep that or bucked up or blow that for brickies." Can I drop on and do a bit of first fix? Uh, and then you know, then it goes to second fix. Um, and it just went like that until they started getting more and more. And then um, until the point where I sort of left them and went off for mate, and we just, you know, we went and done lots of versions, um, stuff like that.
0: So, uh, so you take, I think I, I spoke to a, a Matt a, the other day, Matt from Florida. Um, in, in America, they, they don't really have a, apprenticeship scheme or uh, a college or university I would say class or course that, that's for carpentry from what I can gather from Matt so how he's gone about being in woodwork was that his family company was uh, home builders and I think and I, and I said to Matt at the same time there's no better education than being hands on and learning that way yeah, yeah. and yeah. I think if, I think we'll all find I, I bet there's a good 50-50 split of people who I would call qualified but not qualified. So I went about, I think I went to college for a year, do sports science, you know, did nothing with it. What You know, it wasn't for me and then went carpentry, got a job. But the qualification ended up being that I was assessed on stack. So yeah. yes, I did the paperwork but the woodwork aspect is solely work. So I saw the to joiner to do it the carpenter do it I was the tiler the plasterer the plumber the electrician whoever it may be you know even down to the stonemasons or whatever might and that's how you learn isn't it so yeah. you, what you've done you've thought to yourself right messed about a couple of years I had a couple of rubbish jobs so now I'm on the job and I, and I want to make something of myself I'm going to buy some tools and I'm going to get the opportunity to do it and I'm going to show them I can do it and that's what you've done and I think that's a better education in my eyes
1: yeah I mean there's no, like you say there's, no, there's nothing better than hands-on experience and you've got to think about all the old boys as well out there you know they never went to college um, they never done all that and, and they're the ones that when you're on site they're the ones that are teaching us you know and it's yeah so yeah so I'm not, I'm not qualified um, but uh, gosh, gosh I guess I've got nearly 20 years experience in it now So That's a-
0: that's it and that, I think that's that, a better qualification you know at the end of the day how many I can tell you now how many people in the 30 I'm 36 I started doing it when I was 17 so in nearly 20 years I've been asked once my paperwork one time Great. one time and I can't remember why course, it was a customer as well it wasn't like a builder or um, I wasn't tendering for a job where they required your MVQ it was just a customer asked for it and if I'm being be honest I couldn't find it I went through <laughs> I had to go to a mum's house in the loft where I've got I don't know if you can remember do you remember them like three four foot Coca-Cola tins that people used to have I don't know if you ever had <laughs> yeah. one big any big storage thing. well I've got one of them in mum's loft right and it's got all my papers and things that Might have been important national record of achievement. Remember that stupid book, and um, I went through it. I can't find it, so I don't know what I've done with over the years. So I could probably have to go online and buy another one if I needed to to prove it. So
1: you didn't get a job.
0: Well, I just said I I haven't got it. I mean, I I can't remember the last time I was asked for it. I could probably go down the route of finding it um, online, maybe, or going back to the college and see. Now you get your, your your papers again. But she just pretty much said, no, it doesn't matter. I was just asking because it was off a web page and it was make sure you get a qualified carpenter for whatever the job was. And I think it was a really stupid job, like changing window boards, skirting boards and architraves. It wasn't a job where I was tendering for, I don't know, a really tricky job or, you know, really expensive. It was just pretty basic changing stuff in a house. So that was the only time I got asked for it. It's kind of like your workshop qualification and then, if and you're only as good as your last job, really, aren't you? I mean, if you do a poor last job, the chances are you might not get a job from that job. So then, uh, and from work that we both know, is it repeat work from customers or word of mouth? Isn't it? That that's how we survive. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, mate. Um, so
1: yeah, it's never it's never held me back. Let's put it that way. Yeah, that's it,
0: uh, mate. We are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. And you, you leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds, we'll get there. But you said you were started working with a dude. Uh, was it your mate? Did you say you and your mate started working doing loft conversions? Yeah, Didn't so you, it's, you? it's like one
1: of them. Yeah, me and, me and a mate. Um, you know, we started going and doing our own bits, and always had mates in the trade and different contacts. Uh, done that. Done that for a while, uh, quite a while. Uh, done some other bits and then I think I was about 25 and I got a job as a wardrobe fitter um, again for a relatively local company
0: and where are you based again then, I, Joe just let us know where you're based
1: so I live in I live just outside of Vista. Yeah. Um, at the time when I got that job I lived in Ellsbury, Um and they, they were based over Bista uh, which is kind of why I moved over there um, so, yeah, I started working for them, started fitting for them. Uh, I was on for them for like five years. Um, I kind of worked my way up to sort of supervisor. Uh, we did a lot of site work in London, like high rise um, So, I was running sites there. Then I got into management um, and I did management there for, I know, for about a year and a half. And then I sort of said to somebody else at was working there that we can go and do this for ourselves. Um, so, we did, took a bit of a bit of a risk. Uh, I went and started a firm, uh, a big firm, and we, I had some contacts. We, we got some pretty big contracts. It didn't work out for me. me and my partner at the time, that guy that I started it with. So he left and I sort of stayed on doing it myself. Uh, and yeah, basically- So that was, doing- your way,
0: that was your way into the work that you do now? So you'll do basically doing that, jobs. Well, that
1: was my way into wardrobes, um, but it was it was it was completely different. So it was into into new builds. We would do like three hundred of the same wardrobes, uh, yeah, pretty mean. premises. Um, big CNC machine, uh, lots of staff, lots of headache, lots of overheads, and uh, I had that for a few years. And basically, uh, I put all my eggs in one basket. Uh, so, contracts that we had, all the same contractor, one of the top five biggest contractors in the UK, and I had everything with them, and we had a gap in work, and the gap just kept getting pushed. They were like, "Oh, right, it'll be two weeks, it'll be two weeks, yeah. two weeks, turned into a couple of months. Before I knew it, I was like, I just can't, I, just, I can't do this anymore. And I was so stressed, and I wasn't on the tools, I was, I was behind the desk, you know, and I said to my missus one day, and I remember it really clearly, we was, we was actually at the beach, and in, uh, down south and I said to her look I'm going to shut shop so I just can't I, I can't do this anymore and I'm going to get back on the tools and start another you know start another firm and I'll have a look back I did it I shut shop it's a, of, it.
0: it's a lot of responsibility and a lot of um, a lot of work 25 dudes that, that, that was a fair step and I presume it didn't take you overnight you didn't have all these things overnight but even if it was a couple of years that I don't think I could have done it at 25 I was still
1: I was I was, I was 30 when I started, so I was 25 when I started the old firm but for 5 years I was 30 when I started that big firm on my own but mate oh yeah
0: okay but still still even still, still young and still
1: a lot even at 40 45 I wouldn't have <laughs> yeah nothing I could th- have prepared me for that
0: I think a lot of guys um I've done similar things though I mean I spoke to a few uh, people who definitely had bigger scale job, lots of employees. And then, you know, they found, I don't think they found they can't do the job. I don't think that's a fair reflection on yourself or other people like that. I think they don't want to do it that way. I think it's a, I think it's an, that sounds like a really stressful operation. I don't think I could deal with that many people or organize that many people without feeling that stress myself. Can imagine the people aspect of it as well.
1: It, mate. It, I had my own company, but I wasn't a boss. You know, yeah. you work for these companies in London. You just, you just, mate. Yeah, you, you know what I mean? It's just that the, the, these big boys in London—they treat you like shit. Uh, they want everything for half price for anyone else, and they want it last week. And they just push you and push you and push you and it just, it it wasn't a nice environment. At the time I was in a bubble, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, was great, you know, but when I look back now, I was in the worst place ever, Um, you know, but I think I was just blindsided by it. So so I I stopped it and then I started No, they're, they're all wrapped. Um, and he said, Basically, you, I, I use this company, and he told me the company, uh, and he told me the guy to ring and kind of put us in touch. And it kind of went from there, really. We started using that firm, and we started using them for a lot more. Um, and I remember watching, like, I, I learned quite a bit from Michael, like in terms of business, because I remember just seeing how many how many wardrobes he'd turn out a day, and I don't know if. Him. You know yeah, him. yeah, yeah.
0: No, well, I, I don't know the guy. I've not spoke to him uh, exactly, but I know I know exactly who you
1: mean, dude. I've not I've so to him or anything, but he's I've got to follow him and uh, all that kind of stuff. So I know what you mean. So you'll know he just he turns out like crazy amounts, um, and I remember saying to him, Oh look, I come out for a day fitting with you," um, and he said, "Oh no," and um, he said, "No, I don't, I don't take people like that." And then we got chatting, we got, we 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 become mates and there was a, there was a couple of days where he was in the ship and I went down and helped him. Um, he needed, needed a fit So I went down and helped him and I swear to God, those two days, they it just, it just opened my eyes. Something just clicked. And I, I watched the way that it, you know, just the way that he done things. and so I learned a lot and we just started sort of bringing them back here and putting a few things into place. And it just went from there, really. It just, you know, um, and it just, it's just snowballed, like absolutely snowballed. That's good, though, dude. That's
0: good. Because, I mean, when, you, when, you, when you're starting back off and you've probably had uh, your fingers burnt a little bit with the other business, you've got to be a little bit reserved. But at the same time, that experience then takes you through. So, what you've done is you've learned a lesson and realized yeah, I mean, you don't want that's, to be that's, that's that, that's- that scale, maybe on that level, rather, shall we say, dealing with building companies or firms or contractors as good as them things sound I think you need a couple of them on the go don't you because if one fails you've got a contingency to yeah. maybe pick up yeah. another but the overheads and margins oh, everything you becomes next level you doesn't wouldn't it?
1: It. Like, You wouldn't believe it a, a, a guy a, a local firm in, um, uh, to us in High Wycombe uh, Finesse um, my mates oh yeah, I know, um, I
0: know, I know, I know, Mr. Finesse, you know,
1: Bob and Rich. So I've, I've known Rich for quite a while, and um, no, it's going when I go. started the other big company, I um, I got talking to to Bob over there, and he said to me, he was like, "In this game, you either stay small, or you go big, and you and you go really big." And I think when I had the other firm, I thought I was really big, but in actual fact, I wasn't because. I couldn't. I didn't have the capacity to take on other contracts from other people. We were running three, six, nine hundred wardrobes. And I thought that was big. But when I look back at it now, being three times that size, is, it would have been big. Because then you could have it all angles. You know? That's
0: the scary... That is the scary thing. Now, for the most of us, especially people that uh, might listen to this or watch this, we're all in the same vein. We're all very similar. Everyone, obviously, there's going to be some guys that are doing big work and big firms and if anyone said to anyone who was, I need to make 300 wardrobe next week it's impossible Not know I mean, but there's companies that are doing that in a week every week it's a standard you know that's nothing yeah. one of the companies yeah. local to me um, who I used to use a lot of years ago I don't use them anymore but they can do 700 800 you know units or jobs in a week, in a week. So that's like you know, nearly three thousand jobs in a month. That is insane, and that's the way they operate. I mean, granted, the owners got a portion, of stuff and that all looks nice, but especially yeah. now in the with, the, with the, obviously with the virus and the lockdown, them companies that must be again a neck level struggle. I mean, I get the furlough and all that stuff, but you're still in no money. And no, I, no. I, I say, tons of them companies, some of them CNC machines are millions of pounds. They don't buy them for millions of pounds. They are financed to the bank. So the yeah, banks have so gotten straight, by yeah. the bulls big time. So that stress yeah. is next level. I mean, we're all stressed. It's so all a little bit uneasy financially. That's the only stress we've got. The rest of it is quite nice. I've been quite enjoying myself, won't lie to you, mate. But, The financial side is the difficult side, isn't it? Because if we've got no money coming in, the money can't then go out. So it becomes quite a tricky little aspect to deal with moving forward. I mean, people like yourself and Derek, who's next door, we'll speak about Derek, uh, and some of the guys I've seen prepping the stuff. That's fantastic because it looks like you've got them jobs booked in, the kind of customers that aren't going to drop on you. And I'm lucky, I, I think I've got a run of customers in front of me where that's going to be the same issue. But there's going to be people out there now that have had jobs cancelled. You know, jobs that might not go to head or some people who might have lost the jobs that now can't afford to have the work done. So there's no one's fault per se. But moving forward, that's the only uncertainty we've got. Whereas some of these big firms, like that firm that you used to run, that must be a terrifying prospect with all employees to look after. You know, you're going to have to start laying people off if you're not busy when you go back. So then you 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 basically said to people, I'm not going to pay you full wages for eight weeks, and you've got to stay at home. And now you come back, I'm going to have to sack
1: you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was stressful enough when we was running, so I couldn't imagine how it would have been now. Like mm. I, I would, we wouldn't survive. You know, we we, we wouldn't survive. Yeah,
0: you know? I bet a lot of these big companies. I say big companies, medium to large companies. Um. The large ones, probably, that's unfair. I think the large ones will get protected because I think they'll have to be protected because the amount of people that they've got. But like the medium companies that you're talking about, that like used to be, I would say it was a medium-sized business, they're the ones that are going to get hit the most because they're not going to have any real financial support. And I don't think they're going to be as protected because it's a tricky situation because the market's already quite volatile. Oh, the competition's yeah. doing that, mate. I think it's because we, we're using Zoom and it's... Uh, the servers are quite busy, but we'll, we'll, we'll carry on, mate. So I was just saying medium businesses, I think they're going to get hit the most. But the small guys will probably be okay, and the large companies will probably look, get protected and looked after, and when they fire back in, um, yes, there'll be jobs and stuff. to be lost, but I think they'll recover when everyone else can recover. But the medium companies, I think they're the going forward, like the big limited companies where there's no financial protection, shall we say, apart from insurances yeah. that they may have, and then will the insurances pay out? Can they pick up the contracts when they come back? Because some of them contracts are reliant on a busy economy. If the economy is slow, well, then they need the orders that they've kind of placed in the first place. That's, that's the ones I worry about the most. I think that's a real struggle. I don't, I don't really know what they're going to do.
1: I don't think anybody knows what, what anybody's going to do, You know, um, which is, I think is the scariest part about it. But a bit like... It's got
0: yeah, it's a bit like, um, I mean, obviously, we've, we've all been asked to stay at home, not work at people's houses, and all these other companies are shut. So it's not like going and fighting on the, on the beaches of Normandy, you know. It's, we are not been asked to, to sign up uh, to fight a war. But at the same time, it's almost set up a little bit like that, isn't it? You know, we've, we've been asked to fight something by not doing anything. And there's never been yeah. a better time to be sat at home with Netflix and all the other stuff we shouldn't really be complaining that much everyone's getting a, a bit of a holiday especially some of the people are getting like poor wages and the jobs the government jobs I think they're they're laughing all the way <laughs> oh yeah but um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy one <laughs> it's a crazy one well I suppose that brings us smack bang up to um, pretty much about 18 months ago when you started and uh, like you say I met you through social mood <laughs> social media that's the cow version. <laughs> Social media, guys. <laughs> <Christ. laughs> I don't want to know what Tinder's on, called. I don't know. I don't know what Animal Farm Tinder's called. <laughs> that's the next level.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, like I say, we, we came across you through, through you scribe. Um, but I was, I was following you before. You know, God, I've got a funny thing that I went through following a lot of people because I'm interested in, in the job anyway. So some joining us, kind of carpenters. And I think I was already following you before you dropped us a message about do you strive. So I think you're yeah. one of them a bit like Derek and a few others where you, you got it but you didn't know why I would have it for example and I think that's how we started talking. So when I was starting following you I think we are all quite low on the followers scenario but since you've um, started J Buddy you've done really well Yes. And you've kind of become a bit of a bit of a bit of a, bit of a celeb fitter, haven't you? A bit of a celeb supplier. <laughs> so if you uh, look down your yeah. look down your Instagram, um because that's what we all do. We we all trolling. Um do you want to do you want to tell us how that all began when you got on with a few of these celebs? Or is that too much? Yeah. No 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 it's fine. We can we can uh you can yeah, name we, drop yeah. all the ones we can see. But if you've got any <laughs> but if you've got any in the pipeline, I appreciate um no, 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 customer no, look, confidentiality. But if you're working fine. for what if you're doing work for Boris, wear a mask for his adultery Irish, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I have to turn him down, mate. I turn him down. I'll <laughs> do it <fine>
1: back you. <laughs> no look, uh, no we don't I don't want to talk about it at all. Um it's a weird one. Um It's a bit surreal in in some ways. I get phased by it. So a lot of people say to me, like, oh, what they like, this, that, and the other, or do you get funny around them? But they're just people, you know what I mean? They're just just normal people, so it it doesn't really bother me. I think um, where it all started was, I know, uh, it's when we done Lenny's. Uh, That's at Lenny Urban. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: well, urban, <yeah. laughs> well, Scott
1: knows. I, I,
0: I followed Lenny through Scott following oh, Lenny. God. Oh, it's gone again. it will come back, mate. We'll give it a second. Yeah, come on. Yeah, give it. A minute. Scott, Scott's in the background today. The one that doesn't get seen or heard while he's talking. Sure. <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> <laughs> <Device>. <laughs>
1: Shut, you're not allowed to talk get her back
0: <laughs> but, um, uh, so yeah so <laughs> Scott followed Lenny through through Vibe. so obviously then I, I was seeing this, this guy wearing Stone Island jumpers standing in front of cars I was like what, 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 what this guy is not following this guy but then obviously Scott, Scott told me who he was and what he did um, and then not long after you just popped up I was like oh Jody, what are you doing there and then I think I messaged you saying, well, you know, this guy. How did that joke come
1: about? Oh, <laughs> if, if anyone knows me, um, they'll probably know I'm a little bit cheeky. Um, and I think that kind of gets, gets you So I actually he posted a photo. It's a true story. He, he posted a photo one night, stood in front of his IKEA wardrobe um, with his stony on. And I literally messaged him and I said, look, mate, we need to come and sort them wardrobes out. <laughs> and he actually got a bit he actually got funny about it. He, um, he sort of said to me, oh, well, I actually love my wardrobes. And I was like, look, mate, it's no offense. You know what I mean? And, said, ah. and we, we had a, a mutual friend and I sort of said, look, I'm, I'm mates with um, Joe from 1400 And we just got chatting and he said, look, why don't you come down and we'll have a look at a little beady uh, in the front room. So I went down and met him and we just hit it off. Um, the night I went down there to measure, and I sat with him and, and his missus Holly and we, we just had a laugh I was there for like an hour and a half we just had a good, good laugh um, and that was it really we put the media unit in we went back done the wardrobes and then I think from there we just, we just started getting messages um, obviously he's got quite a few followers but he's really engaging with his audience and like yeah it just, it just went from there. I still say to this day that he's the, like he's been the best person we've done as well so he, he's not like an A-list celebrity you know he's just he's insta famous but um yeah he he without a shadow of a doubt has been the best person to have done not just in terms of promotion but from what we've got from it as well um you know i've got oh, quite so a if few I mean, jobs you, you didn't necessarily search him
0: out because you you thought this is going to be your foothold in social media or a way of getting loads and loads of work. You, 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 just, you know, like I'm the same though. Like I'll sometimes, I wouldn't say abuse people, but I, I like, I'm just the same with everybody. So if like you message me and you, you showing like a little, little, little weakness on your social media, I'm taking the piss.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: care if you, I don't care if you've got one follower, one million followers. I mean, I think. I'll send them a message because I think it's funny and that's just who I am. And then I forget sometimes. Yeah. Oh, fuck, now I'm winding up. I might not be an a less celebrity, but I'm like telling them, you know, got a, got a, you're a shit kid, dude. <laughs> <You> know, <something laughs> but then some of some them message you back. And obviously, I never turn it into work because obviously the you-scribe things, not you no, know, not my, my furniture business. And my furniture business doesn't actually do anything at the minute because I'm, I'm subcontracting all the time. But I, this, this, I'm too busy doing this anyway, so that, that's why I'm on there doing that. But I get it, mate. It's just fantastic, It's just a bit of fun. And if you got a job from it, and like you say, he was a sound guy and I watched your stories and your videos and then I saw him obviously reposting them a few times, not reposting them, but putting his images and things up with, with your name, with a JTEC name. And I, I'm going to be honest with you, I like that. that I'm, I'm all into that. I like seeing everyone else doing really well. That, that's part of what well, I do anyway, and then I brought it with you, Swab When we started doing this, I'll give everyone a shout when I can because we're all, we're oh, all doing yeah. the same job and I, and I like to see it. So when I saw it, I thought, Yes,
1: nice. He, one. he does. Um, he's I'll, I'll say I never asked him to repost anything. We've become mates. I chat to Lenny a couple of times a week, uh, and I cast him as a mate now, you know. Uh, but he I'll just randomly get a notification on my phone that'd be like, Lenny yeah, he shared this or posted that or mentioned you. It's nice. It's really nice. Um, he sent me a really nice video, and I shared it. it. It's just him walking around the wardrobe, and he's like, "Mate, still like, I'm still buzzing for this. He's like, every day. Like, thank you so much." And that's the other thing as well. He's really appreciative of things, like you know what I mean. And I'm not going to go into figures and, and, and what we've done, but yeah, yeah just, I mean,
0: like, he's the end, of this, cool. end of the day, Jody money's that I could. I mean, I, I will at some point when, when we're of all, oh, I won't say done. My idea is that I'm going to talk to you, Matt, and tons of other people that i have got asked and they want to come on. And then the idea will be then to touch back with everybody at some point or maybe do this where we can get two or three people in and we'll talk about them things, you know, the money aspect, the tool aspect, and all them kind of things moving in the future. Whereas as we come to these podcasts a lot, I, I like to introduce... Well, I would call the community. That sounds shit easy. I'm going to introduce you to all my friends. I don't mean it like that. But that, that's setting the, the, the tone, isn't it? Like, I want people to understand everyone's background before I start saying, right, well, we're all going to talk about money. And this is why you should listen to us about money because we're experts on money and in, in the job. Because that's, that's bullshit. That's not going to be the way. But if, if I said, right, well, I've got Jody from JTech and I've got John Jones, you know, John Jones uh, from Merthyr Tidwell, and I'm from Stoke. We've got three areas to talk about money, how much you may charge for a job of this size. And everyone then will get a good idea of whether it, 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 it's a constant or obviously in your area you can charge more for the same, but then are your costs more? And that's all going to come into play in, in the future podcast. Anyway, so we can go down that route. But the the idea is though, if you're charging what you're comfortable with, it doesn't matter when somebody else is charging. That's why that's how I feel about it.
1: Nah, and and I think at the beginning it, it was different. You know, like when I started day you know, he was like trying to underslice and you know to get to get the jobs. You get so busy, and you know, he just. You don't need to buy work anymore you know what I mean you get that's to right. charge what you're, what you're worth yeah and, and that's that's the difference you yeah, know you your
0: store, like, and you say I can get the furniture for this I can do the labour for this you know there's a bit of wiggle room we all now play the game but you get yourself into a point at some point where you don't really get too many arguments really unless someone's gone like for like with your competition yeah. and they know yeah, yeah, yeah. you're yeah. like You, 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 uh, uh, next to Derek, you know. So if someone turned up and wanted to price the both of you secretly, that you would you would never know, you know,
1: unless
0: you both.
1: That's it. So Derek
0: Derek (laughs) might have come in at ten grand, and you might have come in at nine thousand
1: eight hundred. No, I would have come in at (laughs) (laughs) fifteen.
0: No, like I mean, as, as, as a customer, they they then known as a 200 pound difference so there's no difference but yeah. if you'd come in at 5 grand and he's would come in at 10 grand and you're in the same building shall we say or the stay met, then they've got to figure out what's going on but that still wouldn't be like, paid price. Yeah, Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> would but that still <laughs> wouldn't come sorted. down to that still wouldn't come down to one's a better product than the other it would come down to that's what this guy charges that's what guys charges do you, you see what I mean and
1: that's that's, that's, that's another ball game that is we we had it this morning, literally before our, our, before we started chatting. We had um, we've had somebody. I'm not going to mention the name, but we've had a, a celebrity play us off with each other. Oh, uh, name drop, yeah. name drop, name drop. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not going to name drop. Um, but was uh, it that yeah. bitch Baskin? <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskin? you She went to the yeah. tiger cage. That no. the the person's they've played a blind (laughs) have they done it well Uh, clever yeah mate yeah credit where credit's due Uh, you know so it's it's one of them things and I didn't I didn't realise the other person was Derek until you know until this morning so it's yeah it's a bit awkward so for anyone
0: that doesn't know um, and we've just talked about it you and, and Derek are pretty
1: much in the same building aren't you to a degree yeah, so when I so going back to when I just dumped with two containers, um, Derek actually messaged me on Instagram and he said um, that he rents like rents benches and stuff like that because we we were just cutting on site and I said, "Oh look, what we need is storage." Um, you know, we use this company. We 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 order all the doors in; they're all made to whatever size. I tell them. And then we just cut our internals up on site. So, so we need we need storage basically. And I came over and met Derek. And again, we just hit it off. Really, really nice guy. Um, you know, he's done a, he's done a lot for us. He's um, nice
0: guy, Derek. I do like Derek. I
1: mean, he, he's top top guy. One, one of the one of the best, mate. Um, you know, he's watching. He, he's he's watching. That's why I'm saying this. Um, oh, is he
0: there? Is he that, that shit? Works crap, <laughs> he, he drinks run too much. He, dr- arm he arm drinks too much. monster energy drink, <laughs> <laughs> can't understand him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't understand the words. <laughs> don't know yeah. what the fuck yeah. is going on about. <laughs> uh, that's exactly it, mate. I thought I was coming to buy a van. And obviously, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no. uh, um, so yeah, I've come to meet him and we ended up renting a bit of storage off him. And sort of using his saw when we didn't want to, when it was pissing it down the rain, really. We didn't want to cut out on sight, you know. So we started doing that. And then it sort of, it, it sort of grew from there. Um, we took on another unit. I took on some of it. He took on some of it. Um, and then just recently, uh, two months ago, the unit next door came up. So I've taken that on as well. And we it just, yeah, it's just sort of that. But our, our units are... Link, all through a door, yeah, you've
0: you've you've right. both grown nicely, um, and I know you're, you're both. I mean, it's, it's it's brilliant, really, because you both can have different aspects of things that you all both need, shall we say, in the industry, and then share them to a degree. And as yeah. long as the, as long as the partnership works that way, because you're not doing business together, it, yeah. it's an ideal situation, really, because. You're not, yeah, you're not financially in each other's pocket where you are as like, a business partner. So really, to win-win, like I said, I saw the other day you, your CNC was down and you were doing some test part for Derek, which is fantastic. So obviously then you, he gets the, your expertise with the CNC for, for aspects of his job that he may outsource or do anyway, but on a, on a different scale. And then obviously then you can just flip around and go off. Oh, can I send my stuff for your edge bander, or borrow your, your portable edge yeah. band like you did the other day for that desk? Yeah. And that, that's 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 brilliant. Again, it comes back to the, the community feel. <laughs>
1: oh, it's it's nice down here. We've got um so over the, the way in uh, in one of Derek's old units, he doesn't he doesn't rent it anymore when we when we took on this big one. Uh, we obviously left that one, but we've got RK as well, that's we've got RK Carpentry.
0: Yes, yes, no lads, RK share their work as well. Good lad. I uh, know, I was just, I was just what I was going to say, I think it was either RK or Finesse was also close to you, wasn't it? But it's RK, isn't it?
1: Finesse, no, Finesse, Finesse are like 10 miles. I mean, yeah, yeah RK I, can RK
0: remember, I can remember speaking to Rich. And we went down to Isaac Lord and did a bit of a demo day and Rich popped in. And I can remember him saying, because i just spoke to Derek and Derek had, had shot off and Rich had come and he was saying that you're all within earshot of each other, really. Uh, But I didn't realise you three were so close. But again, that's good because obviously I'm sure you can all help each other out moving forward and it sounds like, you know, touch wood when we all get back to normal, there's enough work for you all three in the same area
1: which is fantastic. Mate, there's so much work. Like, so, so much work. Uh, You don't really realise it. Um, But yeah, like I say, we get the odd crossover job where people send me a photo of Derek's or he'll get photos of my stuff and can you make this and, you know, but mate, it's enough out there for all of us.
0: You yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, mate. You're right, definitely. Uh, so that's, well, we could probably touch back onto that then, dude. So you, you started uh, your job for, for Lenny, and I know yeah. that's transcribed into you, because I've spoke to you. Some people probably won't understand this, because I didn't at the time. But you then you kind of got in with the Style Sisters, which I didn't know at the time, but <laughs> now I've, I've looked into, because you, you did that job for... Um, yes, Fern McCann. Fern McCann. Yeah. Um, who's? Oh, which one was she famous for? I'm a a Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Getting out to be some of that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah.
1: on stuff like this.
0: <laughs> Towie, that's tally, the one. Isn't it? the only yeah. way it's Essie um, Yeah. And then obviously you've done that job in the Style Sisters. Do you want to explain how that came about, dude? That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's a, it's a weird one. Um, so we'd actually just done, um, Jack Joss's, uh, Dan Osborne. That's the I'm a
0: celebrity one. That's where I'm getting my wires crossed, aren't I?
1: Yeah, that's it. She was a uh, I'm a
0: celebrity. But is she, she's from uh, EastEnders or something, is it?
1: EastEnders, yeah. Yeah, Jack, Jack's from EastEnders. So we'd, we'd done them. So, and it was really funny because, um, I was chatting to Dan afterwards and, um, he sort of said, oh, look, if I can, if I can put you in with anybody, I will. And we we knew that Bern had just got the new house. And he said, obviously, he's, he's mates with Bern. He was like, do you want me to put a word in? And it was really weird. I'd sort of said, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, you know. give it a couple of days and I'll have a chat with you about it. And that night I drove home. And Michael from Unique rang me. And he said, look, um, I've been offered this job. But I'm too busy. It's not really my style. like You know what I mean? It's, it's not really stuff that I do. Uh, and it's, through the style sisters. He said, oh, I used to go to school with one of them. Uh, and he said, Can I give him your number? And he did. And I basically spoke to him. I said, Yeah, who's the job for? And they said, Oh, it's Firm and Cat And I was like, oh that's really weird because obviously Dan had said about you know putting us in touch. So and Dan
0: Yeah so is I kind of
1: had-
0: Jack just as fella I take it then. Is the Dan what, yeah
1: yeah yeah that's, that's Jack's fella. Um, so I kind of had two in's in, in, into doing that job. But obviously, yeah. So, so, got you know, Star Sisters got in touch, and again, like, about keep saying it, we just we just got on. Them, you know, um, they're um, they're really nice girls, and there's a lot of buzz around them at the minute and what they're doing. And it's they've just exploded. I think like when I, when they started talking to me, they had like ninety thousand followers, and I swear to God, within about five weeks, they, they had about 150, 160 k, and it just blew up. Um, a power
0: the hmm. honest is there's a serious power as much as part of me hate the that 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 scenario where it, it can be abused so someone that sh- probably shouldn't have a say or shouldn't get the notoriety because maybe they're not so good do yeah it's also brilliant when you see someone like yourself Or other people who've done a job for like a celebrity or a couple of celebrities, or or maybe just someone who's like, say, Insta famous, like Lenny.
1: And then
0: you see their Instagrams go, a bit like Matt from Space Tidy. I spoke to Matt. You know, we did that job for Mrs. Hinch. uh, Yes, Mrs. Hinch. The
1: big one, yeah.
0: I can remember speaking to Matt two or three, maybe weeks, maybe a month before. And, you know, he was on about his brand and, how he come about you know, doing his job and his niche, and it wasn't quite enough work for him, and he was still having to find mm. other work in between. And then he did that job, and it blew up. And I remember saying to him just before, oh, stick with it, you, dude, you've got a great idea. You know, I think you're doing good. Things happen, it'll pay off in the long run. And four weeks later, the swine, he <laughs> yeah, had about yeah. sixty thousand followers, you know, it surpassed everybody. His phone, he sent me a video of his phone and he had more messages on his phone than I think his phone could take. His phone's having a complete meltdown. Which, which, yeah, is, which yeah. is brilliant. I don't mean it in a in a, um, a jealousy way because, uh, you know, it wouldn't... I, I don't know, think I could cope. I couldn't deal with it. Like, it wouldn't... It wouldn't. For the brand, it might be fantastic because you'd see more people. But you couldn't do the work for him. So it's, it's an irrelevant thing. But, I mean, for Matt, obviously... It's shot him up to the next point where now he's, he's in a position where he's used that as, as a benchmark for work. And it, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, that's definitely an in. You know, that, that's a good thing. If you, can, if you can work it, I say work it, that's not the right way of saying it. If you can get in it and that work comes about, like something like, like yourself, people will now message you because you fitted through in McCann's bedroom. Ah, oh, daily. Like yeah. Day Did day you fit Fermercan's bedroom? Did you fit McCann's bedroom? Did you fit Fermercan's bedroom? You're be like, yeah, I'm the guy. When can I book you in? in? a Bit of a queue, but they wait. they will wait because they wait. They they want that bit. That that that's that's what they're after. That's great though for business because obviously you you might get fifty jobs from that job. You might get fifty jobs from the Lenny job. You might get fifty jobs from the, the Jack Jasper job in the Dan Osborne. Um, scenario. that that's amazing. That's fantastic stuff.
1: Yeah, look, I'm, no, I'm as I said to you before, it's surreal, and I'm I'm really grateful for it. Um, you know, and yeah, just yeah, it's just a bit
0: weird. It's cool because yeah. So, watch the Fern McCann one. Um, obviously, I, I I see the majority of people's stories anyway. It's hard to follow all, especially posts. Sometimes, obviously, you miss three or four in a day or a week, especially if you're busy. But I can remember watching the Fern McCann one uh, that week because I was interested to in the story, like seeing what you were doing. Um, and the, that's when I, like I say, saw the style sisters. But then from then, you, you've carried on, dude. You, you, you've ended up with a few more celebrity clients. So that's what I mean, is you, you, you're, you're becoming Mr. Celebrity. You know what I mean? You have to be careful. <laughs> no, no. You never need a bigger it's hat.
1: Really. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird, mate. Yeah. Because um, yeah,
0: you, you did the guy... Uh, the, the, I'm going to say the motorbike shop guy That's going to look at me funny Jody, yeah so I so I, I know Jody
1: anyway Jody, so that was
0: know.
1: it should so, so have remembered Jodie because
0: your name is Jodie never mind but then who who is the huge guy <laughs> me yeah apart I, from you I mean to be honest you did dwarf I, me a little bit I thought he needed a bit more roids any more creatine <laughs> but that guy is yeah.
1: massive Martin Ford, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does so, he do? Um, he's a. What, did you say what does he do? Yeah, what does he do? He's, he's an actor. Okay. Oh, cool. uh, so he's been in loads of stuff. He, um, I don't think I can mention what he's. I don't know whether I can mention what he's going to going to be in that should have come out now. It's, it's fine. Um, don't worry, dude. I mean, I'm too, sure
0: people that follow him will know uh, what he's doing. Oh, involved.
1: mate. I. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he's been in, in shitloads of stuff. But yeah, yeah right.
0: what a guy! I probably <laughs> recognize came, him. Uh, I probably recognize him in things than I will because I've seen him on your Instagram. If you know what I mean, again, yeah, just I'm because mean, I have I, not, I've not trolled his <laughs> I've not trolled this Instagram. Uh, but I remember <laughs> seeing him and going, "That guy is
1: that's that's a big guy." <laughs> like, do you know, do you- Yes. you can imagine it. saying that to him in the street though can't you oh, oh you're the guy from JTEC <laughs> uh, you know
0: what if I, ever say, if I ever see him I will <laughs> no problem <laughs> i am like oh I've seen yeah. you on my friend's famous Instagram page Jody and he's probably just going
1: "Club me <laughs> he's,
0: uh,
1: <laughs> he's really nice really really nice um, he came through Lenny um, the mate of Lenny's and uh, Lenny just sort of uh, blessed him and said look uh, you know speak to Jody about media unit and that. Uh, but yeah, really, really, really nice guy. Um, yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. I, I think all the comments were like, oh, don't fuck that job up, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you will. I mean, like, I've, like
0: I've just done it. Obviously, I've just had a stereotype this guy I've never met before in my life as a bodybuilding uh, just going to punch your face and if you get it wrong. But obviously, that's never the truth. I'm being honest. Them guys are driven. Motivated, hardworking—he's obviously very successful. So he's, he's above and beyond my pay grade, my intelligence level. So I shouldn't really be doing it, but that's just how I am—just
1: <laughs> a bit of oh, fun. Mate.
0: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's never going to listen to this. But if he did, he'd appreciate that uh, we do respect whatever he does. And he is massive. <laughs> well,
1: the, the funny thing is—is that the, my brother-in-law loves me. I think it was a few days before we were due to instal that job, he actually dropped one of the shelves, and mm. I had to push the job back. <laughs> so after everybody saying, like, oh don't fuck it, oh, don't do this, don't do that, I actually had to sort of send him a message and say, look, mate, I've got to push you back a few days, we've got to remake something. Uh, but he was cool, he, he, was, he was really but sad did you,
0: But did you do it by message, or did you ring him?
1: <laughs> no, I went and knocked on his door and told him. Yes, oh, I like it. <laughs> No, you a, I'm late, and you're going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, he was
0: sound, he was huge. Oh, oh, that's good, mate. And then you, all, did, you did Jody's as well, didn't you? Because that one looks stunning with the photographs, so, with the motorbikes. That so, looks stunning.
1: So, so nice. So nice. So I've had three or four custom bikes off of Jody. Um, so I, I know Jody anyway. So it's nice for me to have been able to go and do something for him yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know to go and give him something that we build um, I really enjoyed that one and I mean the, and then obviously you had the special photos it, it looks yeah, yeah. stunning it looks yeah.
0: special mate. that though it looks really nice I mean some, some your, your work's evolved anyway so now some yeah. of the jobs you're doing with the brass inlays and like the firm McCann job and some of the jobs that you've been doing obviously they, they look really good the work absolutely spot on and that's testament to your ability as well but obviously it's nice to have these customers that can go I'll have that anyway you know so that, that's a good thing um, but that motorbike one was, that was that was like nice one I remember seeing that one and then from there you, you've, still, you've still got a few more then the celebrity trail's not over yet dude you know what I mean um, at, at this rate you'll have fitted everyone's wardrobe in the jungle <laughs>
1: yeah well but yeah because we've got Roman um, yeah. So Roman Comfrey, Jack Jossar. Um, and I don't really mind saying it to this, but we've also, we haven't got this one yet, but I am in talks with, um, with John Barrowman as well. Nice, um, nice. So, yeah, which is, See which that, is a really weird. He's,
0: he's, he's a character. That, 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 that is a guy. That <laughs> yeah. is a character. That would be good. I mean, that, I'll be honest with you, dude, if, if, if you go in, because he, he might be next level. Really, I mean, there's some famous people. I get Tim McCann and everyone. They're reality stars, so I'm not, I'm not belittling them. If you can make millions of pounds by going on a reality show, get it done. I think everyone would agree that not a bad way of living your life. But John Barman's a famous. That's like a, that's like a guy. You no, know, he's movies, houses it's probably in really- about three countries. That
1: that's next level. It's um that yeah that one so. I usually just wake up and, you know, turn the phone on and that, and you see a message from whoever, and we get loads of inquiries a day, and then... Little blue ticks
0: next to the names.
1: The <laughs> blue ticks. You get, you get the blue ticks. And, I, and as I said to you before, I don't really get phased. And I was like, oh. I said to the wife, I was like, oh, John Barryman's message, Pete. As I say, we haven't got the job yet. I know what he wants, and then the lockdown started. And, you know, so we are, we are in talk. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely it's a just, weird one. You're gonna get a times, you going to get inquiries, you know? When I was talking to him and, he, and there'd be like a delay in his response and um, he'd come back and he'd be like, oh, sorry, mate, I was filming for, for uh, Street 3, I was filming for this. And I'm like, oh, that's a
0: bit, that's yeah. a bit of a weird one. That's, yeah. that's it, that's next level. That's, that's like, a, you know, I, I can't say I'm a John Barrowman fan. I mean, I, I know he's, he just seems to be on everything, so you can't escape the guy. But he, mate...
1: His you know, Instagram he's Instagram. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's, that's it. I said I, I, I followed him since.
0: I followed him um, since. I can't remember what I watched where he, he did make me laugh because I remember him being on Doctor Who, uh, and he's he's almost like a serious actor and a comedy actor at the same time, and he sometimes does drama and things. And I, and I was watching. It's quite funny, you know. It was really funny. It was like it was funny. He's, he's a funny guy. Like his his, his Instagram's funny. <laughs>
1: Oh mate, he's a joker, an absolute joker, and and over the lockdown as well, he's been doing uh, live calls every night with just his followers, just like you, or I.
0: Um, <laughs> just, just have a little chat with someone off his yeah, internet. mate, yeah,
1: just randomly just picks one off the live chat and just calls them up. They're just he's just a really nice guy, you know. Um, I think so. I I totally I get. I think like you, you'll see.
0: Obviously, we, we we possibly won't. I mean, I know Scott from worked for celebrities in the past in his job, but there's the odd one it's going to be an asshole. we'd probably be an arsehole if he wasn't a celebrity anyway but the majority of people just nice people and from being honest if your tradesman's in your house you're going to want to be nice because you don't want them to just go like, ah, okay, fuck I'm doing a crap job now because you're an idiot <laughs> you know you're going to be treating them nice aren't you so they
1: do you a good job yeah I, I thought you were going to ask me which one's been an arse on? You know, what? I haven't I've got diff- I
0: haven't got there yet, but I know I know because you're an absolute consummate professional. You'll text me what it is, and I'll keep it a secret.
1: But yeah. let's not let's not ruin your business before you begin. Yeah, yeah, do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> they're
0: all nice. They're all lovely. Yeah. Well, that's it, mate. I mean, at the end of the day, they're all people, and it's difficult for. I'm going to say it's difficult for celebrities. It's probably not as difficult as we make it out. But you just imagine you're in the public eye every day. You're going to have people that like it. You're going to have people that take things out of context. And to be honest, the media don't always paint them in the best light. Year different nah. stories. I don't really go down the route of it. I actually treat people as I see them or I meet them. So yeah, you know you're gonna if you've only watched Stan, I'll say four episodes of Towie, and it was four episodes of Towie where one of them was being an absolute arse. You presume they're an ass all the time, but they might have been having a bad time, and they were, they were justified yeah. to being an arse. Same yeah, with you celebrities; don't. you see them on TV, you see them on films. And they might portray an asshole, doesn't make them an arsehole, But if you've got that in your head, you could meet them and think, "Oh, what an absolute idiot here, is where really they're just nice people." <laughs> it's just that's the job, you know. If you're in the public eye, you're going to be caught at your low point and your high point, where the rest of us. With they, social media—we only portray the good. You never really see the bad of anyone because not not worth sharing.
1: I just think like they go through so much shit as well. Do you know what I mean? And it's oh, like it's people don't. I don't think people understand, and they all everybody just thinks they that they all do cool for a living, and they, do you know what I mean? And it's like, nah, these people graft. They just graft in a different way to you or I. Yeah, well, yes, yeah,
0: different. Uh-huh. different. It's a different level. I mean. You imagine being followed every day. Sounds like fun. After about a few days, that would get annoying. I couldn't deal with it. I would become I, there'd be times where I would just be. I was about oh God, you know. And you, that's when you blow up and you like, "You're an absolute." He just tells people to. Well, it would just be that one isolated instant where you just lost your plot that day, and then obviously you're tired of the same rush. You're being an complete idiot, then aren't you? That's what they do. Don't need the media. They, they do what? Sells. So they're only going. it.
1: No, no
0: I, don't I, mean, think I, I don't think, I think it's one of the things, especially with social media and stuff these days, I think everyone wants to have a bit of celebrity, but I don't think they would want it if it was like their scale. I don't think I'd enjoy that. It doesn't sound like fun. No, I, I
1: don't think I would, mate. Nah. No. No hiding? <laughs> no, no, there isn't. No, no, no. no hiding you, 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 you lots expected of them and, you know, so I, no, I don't think yeah. I'd like
0: it, mate. But like say, you, you're in that, that job now. So if we need to find out if anyone's an arsehole, <laughs> yes. we're ringing,
1: just...
0: ringing Jody because then even if you don't know, they might know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: we were playing a game just before lockdown because obviously, joking aside, I'm always like having a bit of a wind up behind the scenes saying that you missed a Celebrity. Then we started a game where I guess the celebrities' house you've been into <laughs> with some cryptic clues and i'll be honest with you i am toss at that game
1: <laughs> oh wait don't ask me to sing the theme tune though <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you were terrible at that no, no. i'm never asking you to sing again dude just carry on doing the
0: job you can do <laughs> but it was good though and um, i've forgotten now. this is the third thing because it was the geordie lady wasn't it
1: uh, Vicky, yeah, yeah, yes. I was, on, I was on my way. I think I was on my way to see her, wasn't that I? That was it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're,
0: you're way, you were dropping me some clues and I had to guess. And I think I guessed every, Geordie celebrity other than uh, Vicky Patterson. Is it Vicky Patterson? Vicky, Vicky, Pat- Vicky, yeah. Vicky Patterson. That was it. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I could remember, and, but I could picture her, but I, could, I couldn't, couldn't think of a name. That was the, that was where I got stuck. But again, she, um, um, she seems like about, she sounds like, she seems like a laugh.
1: She is a proper laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some of my, some of the voice notes she leaves me, and that are just just absolute. Uh, <laughs> I could imagine. You
0: come to your phone. She's like, "Hey, Johnny, man." <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's uh, she's a good girl. Yeah, I like it. a lot of time for her.
0: Oh, yeah, that's cracking, mate. That's cracking. So I suppose um, celebrities aside, then, Joe. I suppose you're not just working for celebrities. You're cracking on with your, nah. with your normal work. Uh, and then, if anyone does follow your Instagram just lately, as you can see in the background there, you've got your, your new logo, almost like a bit of a rebranding to go with yeah. your new workspace, I suppose, isn't it? New, new machinery as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the logo, I haven't got the jumpers made up yet. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, brand- I, the-
0: I am brand on point for people that are watching on YouTube. Exactly.
1: <laughs> 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 um, I wanted to change the feel of it because I think when I started JTEC, I came out of, you know, the big company um, and I'll be honest with you, we didn't know which route we were going to have to take. Um, You know, I didn't know whether we was going to be continuing with wardrobes or whether I'd be hanging doors, you know, cutting picture roofs. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. So I wanted that kind of, I don't really know. I just wanted that kind of sort of commercially feel to it.
0: Yeah, um, you've got to create your own niche, your own brand. I mean, I, I get branding now. I've, got, I've, I've become that guy at the same time. But you don't, you, you know, he says at the background there, j luxury, bespoke interiors. So you yeah. don't want to be cutting roots. So your logo, your branding needs to portray what, what you're about yeah. at the end of the day. So if you were just j tech, carpentry we- still... You're going to attract jobs that you might not want to do, which will, will you be wasting time on because you don't want to do
1: them. We get it all the time, and I, uh, you know, it's still J Carpentry, but I've taken it out of the, you know, out of the out of the main logo, uh, the website, and all that. sort of the same. But um, you know, you get people and they're like, ah, oh, you know, we just bought a puppy and we need a, a ramp made up to our back door, and you're like.
0: Yeah, no, we don't really do that. A lot, you know, <laughs> you know. No, I, I used to have the same, I used to have the same. It all comes down to branding. So my, my niche is kitchens and bedrooms and interiors. So I, I made that known in my business that that's what I do to reduce the calls that I would get from things that weren't relevant. Because there would be times where your schedule or your, your diary might not look as busy. So you're going to look at these jobs. And one, sometimes they don't pay. Two, yes, you're working, but you then maybe have to put something else behind that comes in after it because you've taken on a job that you don't want, well, not that you don't want to be doing, but it's not what you want to be doing. And that's, that's more the point. So you can be, I mean, like, we, the, our product is as you described here, but the brand behind it, it's a, the company behind it is a different name because this is a brand. So, you know, we don't want to people to be thinking, that the you scribe jig is also something else is also something else because this is, this is itself. So you're creating your own niche, aren't you? You're making sure that people understand that yeah. you're transitioning from the carpentry, which is so broad, to you just want to be doing the interiors and stuff, which, I'm mean, going to be honest with you, mate, you're probably not going to have time to do anything else oh, yeah, anyway, you know. you geared yourself nah. up. If anyone's been watching nah. your stories, you can see that you've just bought your CNC, which looks yeah. a bit good. I won't lie to you, Scott's a bit jealous. And then <laughs> you've just bought new Martin table saw, panel saw rather. With your, you know, you'll have to explain on your stories your little sliding yeah. arm, because people are probably messaging you to death about that little sliding arm. And then uh, obviously your new workspace. So you, you, you've got these machines and everything geared up, future proofing, uh, ready for hopefully being a very busy man.
1: We're definitely busy. Um, I think we're booked. We're booked till the end of September at the minute.
0: Far enough um, ahead, that is, buddy. <laughs> Far enough ahead, that is. yeah,
1: it it, it is, uh, and that's not with any pushbacks. You know, due to the lockdown. I mean, mm. going back to when I first started speaking to Michael from Unique, he used to fascinate me because he'd be like, "Oh, we're booked," you know, five months, four months, five months ahead, and I was like, "God, man, I I struggle to get five weeks," you know, and yeah. And now we're sort of five or six months ahead. So, yeah, it's nice. It's, it's, it's nice to have that safety net. And I think, like, you know, with the tools and everything, it's the right time. Uh, it, it, you know, I, I said I'd never have a setup like this again. Right, sort of, you know, um, being nervous, I suppose, from what happened last time. Uh, it's I said a, I've never it's done a little
0: again. bit of a pressure on, pressure off scenario, though, isn't it? Whereas before, you had to be busy, busy like yeah. double-busy, as Mickey Flanagan yeah. likes to call it. Double-busy, double-busy. <laughs> <laughs> because the workload would have been that way, whereas now it's not that you're picking and choosing your work, but you can be busy enough to sustain that without going mental as, as more
1: the yeah, outlook. Of, of course, right. so works, yeah, of course. right. So
0: you've got your idea of thinking that seeing still seeing film is painful. Panel don't buy themselves. Units don't come free, so you've got to you've got to be in that kind of mindset where you do need a couple of months ahead of you all the time, so you know your yeah. bills are taken care of. But at the same time, you don't want to be too far ahead of yourself because if I mean, obviously, granted, this this pandemic this is unforeseen. But if something was to break and you worked and you're down a few days, the knock on effect a few days, a few days, a few days, a few days ends up being weeks down the line yeah. of months, <laughs> doesn't it? So the balance can be tough. Uh, on your workload but at the same time with you having these machines geared up it should enable you to be quicker another aspect right well definitely
1: yeah i mean like i say it's it's just the right time and yeah I've, i was fortunate enough that I've, I've bought everything outright. i haven't um you know we haven't we haven't had to finance anything of like that but i bought second hand you know uh, the cnc was second hand um and you know, I went over that on my story the other day. Um, and it was actually, it was uh, Soap Woodwork. They, uh, he, uh, he, do, I was a- Nice
0: guy, Matt. the guy, man. Really
1: nice guy. I haven't, I haven't met him, uh, but I speak to him a lot on Instagram. Well, um, He's listening he to this, and uh,
0: Matt will listen to this. We, we did try to meet him once at a show and he never came, so thanks, Matt.
1: Like, I, I, thought he, I thought he was alright but okay that's <laughs> it no, i kidding I like
0: Matt you know, but again Matt's one of them people like yourself and uh, a few others who will speak to regular um, Matt, I, I like what Matt's doing you know similar to yourself and that you know they, they're making a way for themselves they're making a lot of stuff for themselves and Matt's cracking on with his coffee shop and stuff at his business in the yeah, downtown yeah. so right. you know, he's keeping himself he's- busy he's growing his work is phenomenal.
1: Like, you know, he's up, he's up there. Like, I, you know, and I think about so many, so many of the other companies, um, you know, um, Derek, like, just quite a few of them. I always think that, like, they're up there and we're, we're sort of there. And, but we'll get then I get all these nice messages and people are like, oh, you know, your stuff's amazing. It's like.
0: Yeah, I, don't know. It's, it's, no, I I, I compare myself very far. Yeah, yeah I think that's slightly natural You know we, You look Because you, you're looking Outside Of your bubble You're seeing other people's work But then maybe Not looking at your work How other people would see It Because you yeah. made it You broke it down You know how, how it's made But from the outset Your work's High end dude You know We're looking at it going That's nice You know them glass open top units with the drawers and stuff. Yeah, That's next level stuff. It, it's not painted furniture, but then that doesn't make the painted furniture any better than yours. It just means, right. you know, tastes, you know, if you put painted furniture in your mate's garage, it wouldn't look the same as the furniture you made. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not that you're working within in your, your um, budget and being lower. Your niche may be that you're on the same level, but Matt, for example, or super woodwork is making stuff, painting it, spraying it, and McClark, do you follow McClark as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, some of them, I'm watching them, I mean, that's nice, you know, I would love make that, but then I probably wouldn't have the patience.
1: Bite <laughs> it yeah, in, spray great. it, just put it in. <laughs>
0: but
1: it, it, it's the time as well, isn't it? Because, obviously, you know, you were saying about the, the logo and the company's evolved and <laughs> that, that, so for me, I'm sort of getting my head around that part of it as well. These yeah. things take a lot more time. So we used to just banging out three wardrobes in a day. And, you know, we'll, we'll do that four days a week. And, and, I mean, it was always routine. On a Monday, we'd make our jobs for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And that's how we worked uh, up until a couple of months ago. You know, and, and we'd go and fit. Well, I was needed to get 16 jobs a month. And that that's that's what we are going to fit. And some of those would be two or three wardrobes, you know. And we'd just we just crash them out and that's what we were good at but the whole thing I'm trying to get my head around is now the time that these other things take you know putting the brass inlays lazy, in, doing all that and we spent two or three days in the workshop making a job and three days on site it's like yeah. Christ it's, it's how how do you judge that this this curved unit that I'm looking at now in the behind the camera mate <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot, lot, lot of work is, goes oh, into them lots of work goes into the Jode and I think obviously we see, uh, especially for social media, a lot of the finished product people doing. There's a few guys that will go through the stories incrementally. I know um, I know Matt from Stoper does it quite a bit. Uh, same with McClark and same with Tom Molyneux. Uh, the, a lot of increments, and Derek does it well, there's a lot of increments in the manufacturing up to the fitting. So you get a, a vision of how much work goes in prior. But, like, but, but from, the so- outset, from the outset, so not a lot of people understand the amount of work that yeah, goes yeah. into some of these jobs well obviously that means that one we, we appreciate the amount of work that's gone into them so then again one of the reasons why we're doing the podcast is that this is what's happening in the background all the time i'm talking to you or Matt, or Derek, or whoever it may be there's so many people from matt we are speaking to in florida and john jc cabinet and guys in canada and some guy in korea yesterday all talking similar things you know within the industry and it is nice to hear from everyone's point of view an aspect because everyone does it differently as much as they all look the same you know all, yeah, all yeah. comes down to your preferred method of doing X, Y, Z in your job and then everyone's set up into the jobs different that's why I thought this might be nice for everyone to get a view of we're all the same we're all shitting and pissing but we're all doing it different
1: yeah yeah mate and that uh, brings we to the those those uh, production videos, you know, um, of in the workshop, just to kind of show people, like you say, what goes into it. You know? yeah. uh, it's not only that. It's like we started doing it more. It's interesting. Like, sorry, go on.
0: It's interesting. You know to see it.
1: Yeah, it it, it it is. It's I think since we've had more trades follow us, like we started doing it more because you know we all this that community and we all like to see. But not only that, the clients they like to see where their money's going, you know. Yes. They, like, they, like, they like to see that process, so it is nice. Right, and exactly. I think that's why we've put so much effort into the workshop as well. The workshop's not quite finished. When it is, I'm going to do a full tour, but we've tried to make it, you know, a nice sort of viewable place so that when, when we are doing the videos, it's, it's not just, you know shed at the end of your garden something like that. Do you know
0: what I mean? It's, no, mate, it's showing the, art, the definitely real deal. It comes right? down to uh, branding as, as well, dude. Like, if, if, you know, a lot of people, especially customers that are not in the trade, because they won't understand you could turn up at the rickety old, broke down, falling apart workshop and the guy's making the best furniture in the world. You could then tip up to the shiny, brand new CNC panel saw while lit guy making the exact same thing. No difference. Yeah. If you're trying to get the job because perception yeah. is, 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 yeah, really big. yeah, it's important too. It you know, <laughs> that's, that's, openness. That's, that's openness. You can be more organized. You, you have a bit of space. You know, we, we could operate this business from home still, but there's just too many individual parts and bits stuff that needs to be organized. So we, we've got a workspace, we've got a unit, you know, i meant it now, you, you can't operate properly without a space and that space needs to be organized to work. You know, it, it, it makes it that you can be more professional and that's what you're doing, aren't you? You're just making your business that more professional so that when you're sat at home and you've done your design, you can bring it to the work job. Like you say, you've got your boards, you slide your boards in, you've made your little lifter, you flip them on, and you cut in, it goes to the next stage and the next stage, and it looks good then on video for customers because they go, oh, look, Oh, he started here and he's got here and now he's in my house and it's done. And yeah. some of them will hold on to that and keep that, you know, and, and maybe show it to the mates when they come because that's what we're all doing. I mean, to be honest with you, nine times out of ten, you know, you want not show it out, but, oh, that's the point in having it done. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. You know, yeah. your friends are coming around your house, hang on, don't worry about that. Take your shoes off, come upstairs, come look at my bedroom.
1: <laughs> well, you, you, you say that, but that's a really interesting thing because we never used to do that many media units. Um, and then um, so somebody said to me, and it was a client, I've done, I think I've done like four or five bedrooms for this client, and then they said, look, we want you to do the media unit. And I remember in the bedrooms, I priced them, and they'd really tried to like beat me up on the price. When it came to the, the living room, I priced it a little bit higher because I thought, you know, I know what's going to happen here. Yeah? So I priced it a bit higher and they just didn't say anything. They just, they, they were, they were happy with the price. And we got, we got into talking and I know the guy, like we're going back, I've known him for 20 years. So it, it was kind of a make-break thing anyway. But we got talking and he said, you know, that's the difference. So because a media unit, people will spend 10, 15 grand on a media unit, but they won't spend 10 grand on, on a wardrobe because when people come around to the house, a media unit is a showpiece. That's where, where you're all sat, you know, you can show that off, but you don't go up and see the bedroom, okay? So unless, though, like saying,
0: unless they just actively show you, you're right, mate. You yeah, understand.
1: unless, you know, just just to show that off. But, yeah, the chances of them of, of spending the same or, you know, more on a wardrobe is slim and more goes into a wardrobe. There's more material, yeah. you know, there's more floor, you know, and, and the media units are, are actually quite basic, but, yeah, they're the, they're the ones that, you know, make the money. So we started doing a lot more of them. For this reason. That's, that's it. And
0: the fitting time in the media unit normally pretty oh. quick too, you know, a few hours and you're, you're best bosh, bash and you're out, aren't you, Really, unless you're messing around with electric.
1: Because uh, we build it in here. Um, we, you know, we put, we put it into, into the van and we take it in in four or five bits. And like you say, three hours and you're out, you've got this, like, massive, piece of furniture
0: that's yeah. an absolute wild wow factor so you yeah, have a lot yeah I mean I've done, done plenty of my time and I, I like it when they come up I mean I get a few now with a firm I do a lot of stuff for uh, and the, a lot of in frame and in alcoves so it takes me a lot longer and I don't really enjoy them ones so much but it's a nice change you know. it's a nice, nice break in the pattern sometimes as well you aren't always doing the same thing are you
1: no, that's it it's nice
0: so well, that's cool, Joe. Honest, mate. story's a good story. I like it. You know, you've come from uh, not knowing what you wanted to do to, well, being Mr. Celeb bitter, You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. That's
0: cool. Well, what I tend to do, mate, well, I say what I tend to do, what I do is when we come to the end, as I've got a quick fire, 10 questions that I'm going to ask everyone. So literally, first thing that comes to mind nothing uh crazy in this mate it's just it uh wrap it up well so you ready dude
1: yeah yeah mate yeah favorite food uh pasta favorite sport favorite what sport ah uh, don't do sport motorsport like
0: motorbikes sport motorbikes cool best tool or makita
1: <laughs> got you uh... oh, there Anyway, makita, got 100%. You got to pick
0: one. There's no 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 middle ground here.
1: The, makita mate. Oh, 100%. God,
0: makita. Tea or coffee? Tea. Dominoes or biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> uh, biscuits. <laughs> working inside or working outside?
1: Uh, inside.
0: Handmade or bought in?
1: Handmade.
0: Chinese or Indian? <laughs> One million pounds or work for life? Work for life. Well, I've gone for work for life. Did Carol Baskin be done to the Tigers? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. That bitch fed done to the Tigers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, Joe, honest dude, I really appreciate your time. I know... um, your wife, obviously, we spoke at the start. Uh, due to give birth. So I know time is of the essence. You got of it. Me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You'll get out. You'll get out of this podcast. But oh, oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> But no, appreciate your time, dude. Uh, we'll be in touch. Obviously, we'll probably uh, touch back in maybe in a, a month or two. Show going on with the newborn. Uh, see how things are going. Hopefully, lockdown's over and we're all back working. But we'll see how things are going. Um, and I appreciate your time, dude. Uh, hope everything goes well with the wife and the baby. Look after yourself.
1: And Thank you, mate. Scott, thanks for, um, thanks for having me on as well.
0: No, no I always do. Have. Appreciate it. Like I said, I didn't want to go... I'm not going to say obvious people, because that sounds like I'm not picking people, but I want people that I speak to. So yourself, I spoke to Matt the other day. Um, hopefully speak to Derek in the future and I've got a few other people I want to get a bit of a a varied view of things because obviously a lot of us are doing similar but not, you know what I mean like obviously you've got the the celebrity uh, (laughs) uh, from what you do in your background and like put a picture of everyone's stories so that when we come back to asking you questions in the future, people know your background, where you come from so why your view would
1: be important
0: if you know what I mean
1: yeah, no, cool, mate. Cool.
0: Thanks, dude. Have a uh, good day, buddy. Have a great day, whatever you're doing, finishing off.
1: And yeah, mate, so right. so I want I to say as well, keep doing what you're doing as well. Them, uh, them jigs are unreal. Uh, I, know, I know this isn't what this is about and that, uh, but... Uh, but uh, oh, no, sh- yeah.
0: sh- shameless self-promotion, Joe. Do you talk it up, mate. I'm not bothered. <laughs> <laughs> a- no, no problem whatsoever. As soon as, soon as I've got hats and... Jumpers and t-shirts. As soon as you on TV do with these slabs, I want your painted head <laughs> to toe one day. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were J. They were like, I thought you were J Tech. I, I am, I am. Bob, I've, I've, I've been, I've been, paid by Dan. Dan's wrote me in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now no, keep it up, mate. They're, um, they're, mental, mate. And I know you've got a few things in the pipeline as well. I know you boys are creating. That, so.
0: Fingers, fingers crossed dude like I say if we come out of um, this uh, and things and the economy carry on as they go we've got a few ideas we'd love to bring to the forefront um, just like as you know with your CNC and your panel store stuff so expensive uh, without knowing that they, they may work but we're actors not reactors we're going to do it anyway <laughs> it's just going to be a matter <laughs> of time you know what I mean i will just yeah. want to uh, like I say while the downtime is here, obviously I know, the idea of the podcast is not going to change uh, and hopefully we'll bring in some of them companies that were interested in the, in the first place. But obviously I'll build the podcast up and then maybe bring that back into play. But you'll all see what it is. It'll all be good for all of us anyway. Well,
1: well then, Joe, good. have a good day, dude.
0: We'll wrap it up. I really appreciate it.
1: You, and uh, I'll
0: see you on Instagram, sure. Good luck, buddy.
1: So
0: cool. Peace you, mate. Cheers, Joe. Thanks, mate. Grats. That. That. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Come again. He's doing a great job. Thank you very much, sir. I don't think you'll regret it. Time to go home. I'm out of here. I'm Pickle red. Thank you so much for being my friends.
1: Good job, and now podcast.